tell me how you feel. Uh, oh, two sips oh, he's of going the for mug. Two sips. He's going to feel extra fabulous in a second. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a funny TikTok. Did I saw a funny TikTok? It was the dude at the bar. Was it the no. guy? What? No, there was a guy at the bar. He was drinking a beer out of like a Bud Light glass. Okay. And he's sitting there and he's drinking. And he's like, something's weird about this. <laughs> he says to the bartender, he goes to the bartender, he goes, I'm sorry, I think something's wrong with this glass. Can you can you give it to me in a different cup? And she pours the beer in a different cup, and then he drinks it, and he goes, oh, god damn, that's all better. I don't know what happened. That's, no, that's <laughs> funny. Oh, that's funny. That's, I saw uh, a TikTok. That's making light of a situation. Yeah, I, I would have loved weird. to see the bartender's face. The bartender was <laughs> pissing himself laughing so hard because I he's bet. like, I don't know what's wrong with this beer. <laughs> oh, I'm getting hot flashes all of a sudden. I don't know where I want to go and eat. <laughs> Bro. That's funny. <laughs> I, did, I did see a TikTok <coughs> where... Oh, nice. Just cough right into the cough mic. Right in. I did see a TikTok where a guy was doing like a beer blind taste test, and he had oh. like the four beers, and it was like a Coors, it was like a Miller's, a Bud Light, and then, you know, yeah. whatever, or Heineken, whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's taking sips, he's like... Okay, uh, that one tastes like Coors. Right. <laughs> oh, oh, that one tastes like Miller's. And then he gets to the Bud Light and goes, ooh, well, that one's uh, a tad weird. I don't know if I really like it. Let me take another sip. <laughs> and then he's like, he's, and then he sips the last one. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, Heineken. I do that's what it is. <laughs> it's just, oh, you're making light, of a, making light of a very odd situation. Wait, yes. So, why are we watching this? Well, the Phillies are on. What do you mean? Yeah. It's Jeff's house. It's my house. True. Yeah. You know what? When Fair. we start recording at your house, you can <laughs> we have can watch the Mets, song. right? Um, also just a weird moment. I was not expecting to pop hope in this game and see Suarez. Yeah, tonight's his uh, first start back. Yeah, Ranger first start Suarez. Back. He's been decent yeah. for the Phils, though. Can I ask why they're wearing the, uh, the Army green hats and socks? Um. Is there a thing going on at Citizens Bank tonight? Because Memorial Day is next weekend. next weekend. No, but I might, uh. See, this is weird, because I know that they've done... When they're on the road, I'll look it up. When they're on the road games during mm-hmm. that time frame, they usually try to do something else. So I I don't know. I'd have to look at their schedule and see if maybe they're on the road. Uh, or not. I'm trying to see the side of his hat. It looks like there's like an army patch on it. Yeah, no, no. It's it not is, the army's it is birthday. Armed Forces Weekend. Yeah, it's Armed oh. Forces Weekend. But yep. So this it's, weekend? It's, it's like the salute yeah. to service thing that the NFL does. But it's yeah, but this why this weekend? I don't know why this uh, weekend. But they might have they might have other stuff going on next week. I don't know. Well, yeah, I'm sure they're going to do something for Memorial yeah. Day next weekend. Uh, unless yeah. unless Memorial maybe Day weekend baseball. I mean, that's yeah, unless that's maybe they're going to bring out their own because I know like. With the Fourth of July and Mother's Day, and every year they bring out like a new version yep. of the hats or whatever. So maybe they've got something planned, or maybe. I don't know. But that's just odd that this would be Armed Forces Weekend. I just thought it would be next weekend, next weekend? which would make yeah. sense. Um, side note: I was listening to something from John Boy this yep. morning. Um, it was a YouTube short of his, which I did not know they were doing this in baseball this year. Mm-hmm. But apparently, um, and I, I really just want to get your guys's opinion on it what you think uh apparently at the all-star game this year there's thoughts rumors or maybe it's already solidified that um if the game goes into extra innings tied they're gonna scratch extra innings completely and they're okay. gonna pick three players from derby, each team right? 
and do a home run derby I, I style to pick of, the I winner. I heard about this. That would be dope. I think that would be cool. Right? So, I, I mean, extra innings is extra innings. Everybody sees it, but that's the thing is extra innings are going to put a guy on second just like they do in the regular yeah. season. Right. They're gonna, it, it's going to be normal baseball. You want to see action at the All-Star game. So I think doing that work <laughs> with a little home run. It would be pretty cool, right? I mean, just imagine you're sitting there, tie game, finish the ninth, goes in, tied in end of the ninth. You're like, well, shit, time to go to extras. Hop! Just kidding. Let's pull up Pete Alonzo for the NL to just dick slap some dingers so, real quick. <laughs> let's pull up Aaron Judge to go against him for the AL, and then let's just keep going down the line. We have Max Muncy next for the for yeah, the so NL. You get, like, so you get you three, get like the top three, three players, home right? run so, leaders or something like that. So on three each players. Side. So you get Alonzo and Muncy. Who would be your third? Well, I mean, Nolan Arenado. Well, he's been on a tear. Dude, in the last little he's starting. Uh, to no, it's got to be Acuna, right? Uh, I, well, I mean, I would, I would imagine it just goes like your your top three home run hitters in the league because that's how they determine the the home run derby. Okay, is it's your home run yeah. leaders through a certain point of the season. Okay, that's who gets into the home run derby? So, so, so I would currently it would be Alonzi, uh, Alonzi. Alonzo, Alonzo, Maxi, Muncy, and er, Maxi. <laughs> I'm talking. I think it's a, I think it's Acuna yeah. Junior, isn't it? it? It might be. I, I'm not. 100 percent sure. And then on the other I side, know, Aaron Judge is, is obviously your it's leader. It's Alonzo Muncy right now for home runs. So, um, since we're talking about All Star real quick, anyway, Jeff, yeah, I, what I were your w- thoughts on that, Jeff? Well, I think that's a, a great, <clears throat> great thing to have for them to do, right? I think it could be kind of fun. Yeah, it should be fun. It's Adolis. Oh no, 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 hold on. But oh, Adolis Garcia. Yeah, that's Texas Rangers. Yeah, that, that's he's third place overall. Goes Alonzo. Uh, Max Muncy, Adolis Garcia at Aaron 13, Judge. Aaron Judge at 13. Yeah. Is that Nolan Gorman? It, it could so. be. Is that Nolan Gorman? I don't know. You're reading the list. <laughs> Nolan Gorman is second place or yeah. third place in the National League with 12 homers. Really? For the St. Louis Cardinals. And then Luis Robert yeah. in, in third place for the AL. So Okay. That's not a bad list. I forgot about uh, Acuna's, Garcia. Acuna's just... Yeah. Just outside of uh, top three. Yeah, we'll see. Okay. Anyway, I'm sorry, Jeff. Go ahead. So I wanted to pose this further question to you. Okay. Because we, we've, we've talked about the NFL before. Oh, dude. OTA, or, uh, rookie minicamp started again? I'm sorry. I totally just cut you yeah, off. No, no, no. So, but here's the question, right? And this is a question. I think we've Nick's had this. Nick's cracking up. I'm sorry. <laughs> and I do it as I do it again. No, no. I'm sorry. So we had talked about this previously, Matt, mm-hmm. um, about how – in the NFL, when it comes to All Star Weekend, mm-hmm. that for the NFL, like those players really don't do much when it was At like all. full touch, and then now, now that they've changed it over to flag football, right? It's been still kind of not a uh, not as exciting as it could be. No, it's awful, right? And I I question. I'm like, why is it that baseball All Star Weekend? is super fun to watch, even when they play each other in, like, a regular, you know, regular game. Right, right. And then the NFL is just, like, is it because of the positioning of when it happens during the season? Like, what do you? what is your thought on that? I, I, think, I think the NFL, the NHL, and basketball, have their biggest problem when it comes to All-Star Weekend yep. is the fact that you cannot really play a full game. Right, like especially the NFL. The problem with the Pro Bowl is you can't play a fully padded, full out game. Baseball is the one weird sport because they're still prone to injury. Right, that's the majority of the time. The comment has always been made about concern for injury. Right, 
And so the baseball, with with the MLB for the All-Star game, all of those players are prone to injury. The one being the most prone to injury being the pitchers who play that game. That's fair. Right? It, 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 so I think it's easier, though. What is the though, doing right that is allowing for them to be successful compared to the rest? I, I think it's just easier to play a baseball game and and make it look 100%. Like, you could play a, a baseball game at 75% and still yeah. make it look like good baseball, where you can't really play a football game at 75%, right? Same thing with basketball. Like, right. you can't really play a basketball game at 75% with every – like, you, you know, you, you are going to change the game a little bit because you're not going to play as hard defense and right. you're not really going to try as hard, you know, hockey, same way. Where baseball, I think, is lucky enough to have the ability to – play the game and and still not have a ton of risk of injury and still be able to play what have you but i, I will say this i think yep. baseball's biggest problem is they make all-star weekend during the week i think the right. mlb owners need to kind of get over themselves and figure out how to have all-star weekend on the weekend i understand the owners are going to lose money because friday saturday sunday are their big days and everybody right. comes out and all that jazz but for the young fan you know when you're seven, eight, nine, and maybe even a little older, like just getting into high school, 13, 14, it's like you have the all-star game on a Tuesday right. or Wednesday. You have the home run derby the night before at eight, nine o'clock. So you have all these young kids who you want them to be watching, but it's, it's a school night. They're going to bed. Like they're not all staying up for it. Now, granted with the pitch clock, it'll make it a little easier because the game will go a little faster, what have you. But I think that's my biggest concern. But to your point, I think baseball is the easiest to play and make it look realistic, and you know, because right. you can't you can't half-ass hit in a baseball. You actually have to hit the baseball, right? Of course, you know what I mean. Like you can kind of half-ass a throw, kind of half-ass a tackle. So I, I think that's why baseball is lucky enough to have an awesome All-Star game, and the home run derby is a show. I love oh, the home well, run yeah, derby. yeah. The that's run- the same thing with like as as far as when you look at the NFL weekend, though. The kicking contest is usually pretty entertaining. That can be, the yeah, throw contest fun. is really entertaining, right? So there's all these other avenues that the NFL tries to emphasize to show off skill, and it's usually pretty entertaining. But when it comes to that actual game, when it gets down to it, it's just it's lost. All yes, that. yes, it com- it's it's l- completely lost. And and I think the biggest problem with the NFL in terms of like skills competition. Yeah. There's there's not really a ton of flashy skills, right? Like catches catches are cool, but you can't right. really make a flashy catch like flashy catches are made in moment, like in right. the moment. Where like the home run derby home runs are flashy. So right. you can pimp out a home run and hit 10 of them and hit them as far as you can. Like that skill is flashy in its own right. Like the hot, like the NHL has a flashy skills competition because a lot of those skills are kind of flashy on their own. Right. Right. The the speed contest and and the, the movement, the breakaway, the, the breakaway challenge. Right. Right. Like those are kind of flashy on their own. Where in the NFL specifically, like their skills competition, a lot of that stuff isn't flashy without something else in it, Happening. like in game. Yeah, right. Yeah, like yeah. like if somebody throws like Aaron Rodgers hail marys, right? You watch this guy throw sixty five yard hail marys, but it's flashy because he's getting chased down or he's coming out of the pocket and there's intensity. Right. Just throwing a 65-yard ball into a bucket. It's nice, but it's, it's cool, not, right? It's, it's, not, it's not a big deal. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's cool, and I don't take anything away from the skill, but 
the flashiness is kind of taken away. The edge is kind of taken away because there's no real, you know, right. you can't really pimp that. Like, you can pimp a home run. Like, right, right, right. I, and I think the home run derby's top notch. Oh. I think the sudden death they added, what was that, two years ago, three years ago, right. was awesome. Um, I, I think everything about the home run derby is is an absolute gem, and I can't wait for this year's. Obviously, Pete Alonso should have. Should have not been an idiot last year. He should have won it again last year. Yes, he should have. decided to, in between turns, go to the locker room and squat 400 pounds or deadlift 400 pounds in between his turns. Yeah, because he's an idiot. Because he's a machine. But I think that tired him out. Well, I mean, I, you know what I think? The Dude, I didn't even recognize Stroman for a second. Stroman? Yeah, it's Stroman pitching for is the that Cubs. Stroman yeah, up there? I, he, he, I'm so used to seeing him like with his hair like yeah. up. Like he's got just like the braids hanging down right now. I will say something about the home run derby though. Um I do wish this year specifically they throw in a couple of flashy studs just because like I don't believe Otani's really up there on the list for home runs, but I just want to see him in the home run derby anyway, whether he Hits a hundred or hits right. seven this year. I want to see Otani. He's, He's got ten. Okay, ten. he'll probably he'll probably win. I mean, he, he'll probably yeah. qualify anyway. Yeah. But like the, Mike Trout is what? How many does he have? He's got eleven, right? He's ten or eleven. I know him and Otani hit ten together the other night. Yep. Like he would be fun to be in the home run derby. Like I kind of want the home run derby to be a little flashy. Like add some big studs in there. Add right. some big guys. You know, big names that you may not see every year. Yeah, it's definitely one of those things. I think, I think that's like one of the big ticket uh, things to watch. Even if you're not like somebody who sits here and watches, you know, over a hundred games of baseball a season, right? Like if you're not sitting there watching that, that is still one of those events that you're wanting to go and witness and watch. Oh, dude, it's yeah, it's been something. I, so. I do you know. Either one of you know the next time uh, the All-Star Game is supposed to be in Philadelphia. I know it's coming. I just don't know if it's 2024 or 2025. Uh, keep talking. I'll look it up. Okay. Yep. Either way, I want to go. I know the tickets are a tad expensive. I wanted to go when they had it in City Field a few years back, and I yeah. didn't get to go, uh, which was a severe disappointment. I know this year it's in Seattle, uh, which is a disappointment because um, Rodriguez is not playing. Right. To, yeah, J Rod's off to a J- very He's slow not playing to his his compared caliber to, compared to yeah compared to what he was last year. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like he's still good. Yeah, Don't you got to compare like, him yeah. to himself. Like you, you, you know, you compare. And 20, I'm, not, I'm not. Twenty twenty five. Twenty three is T-Mobile in Seattle. Twenty four is Globe Life Field in Texas. Okay. Twenty five is still to be determined. Twenty twenty six is twenty six. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's a little bit away, but. Um, we still got uh, three three years for that, but nonetheless, I, I'm a little disappointed that J Rod's not playing exactly to his standards. Yeah. I mean, you can't compare him to like the average, right? Because you know last year was so good, but he's the guy. He's got to start getting it together, especially because that's their guy, Bryce Happen, and he's got to be in the All Star game. Like you can't have an All Star game in Seattle without J Rod playing. I mean, that that'd right. be. It's 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 gonna be disappointing to see Bryce Harper. So we got we uh we got our third in lineups for the tonight's scoreboard game. says Cub Soup. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Cub Soup. Cub Soup. <laughs> I don't know. What uh, is Cub Soup? We got we you got uh, 
We got look, Bryce Harper. At, out so for look at the scoreboard. It says C U B S for Cubs, but then it says O O P, like zero zero P. So oh, it looks like it says okay. Cubs Super. Oh, <laughs> like there, like the Pirates were playing oh the Phillies God. a couple weeks yeah, it ago, and poop. it said poop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Cup soup, <laughs> good soup. Um, that was an awful joke, by the way. That's yeah, all right. But yeah, um, do you not? Yeah, people, I love the All-Star People game. tell should me I should be a stand-up comedian. So nobody them. tells you I that. Thanked, <laughs> I thank them, but in all actuality, I just prefer to sit instead. I uh-huh. hate you. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. That was such a bad, that was so bad. I, ho- I hope the listeners uh, face palm. That was so bad. <coughs> like uh, uh, that was good. Come on. <laughs> um. So little little touch for a couple weeks ago. Um, yeah, talk about I whatever wanted, you wanted want, to Jeff. talk about and bring back up because I've been kind of keeping an ear out for this um, ongoing situation. We've been hearing about with the A's and uh, their move to Vegas. Um, and there's a couple things that I wanted to note about. One of those things that was really disappointing to see. Oh, Bryce Harper gets a double down the line. There we go. Uh, Dude, that man rakes. I, I, I'm yeah, sorry, no, no, Jeff. No, no, I just going. cut Jeff off constantly. No, that man rakes. He Is that Mike Napoli? Um, I th- think so. Where? Oh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think that is. I do, do let's let's get back to this guy raking for a second. This guy oh he's in. He's in. He yeah, he in. comes back from a Tommy John and comes back early and is hitting what, three fifteen off the, the first it, like two, three weeks he's been here. He's been in. Dude, absolutely wild. Bryce Harper's an absolute animal. Dude's just built different. Yeah. Different level of athleticism. <laughs> By the way, speaking of what we were talking about before the microphones came on. And uh-huh. we started yeah. recording about how, um, like, not mic'd up moments, but, like, when Twitter or Facebook catches um, players, like, saying stuff. Last night, obviously, Pete Alonzo, hilarious. Uh, if you didn't see it, go check our Twitter. Yeah. Because I know Nick retweeted it. Uh, of Pete Alonzo hitting a walk-off three on Homer, coming around the bases, screaming at his guys. What does he say, Nick? He says, let's fucking go, motherfuckers, Dude. as he's coming across home plate. Dude, absolutely hilarious. But I don't know if you saw uh, last week or the week before when the Phillies were in Colorado. Yeah. I don't know what was being said behind home plate to Bryce Harper, but Bryce Harper came around after hitting an absolute moonshot. He comes around and is looking at whoever it was – you know, chatting him up behind home plate, going, what happened? What happened? <laughs> and then the camera catches him in the dugout, looking over there, and goes, what happened, fucking losers? <laughs> dude, what an absolute, Bryce, dude, man. what a guy. And listen, I, I'm all for, I'm all for shit talk. It, listen, if you can't, if you can't handle the heat, stay out of the kitchen. I don't mind like people you, behind yeah, home plate giving, it. yeah, I don't mind people giving it to players as long as it's within somewhat of a respect feel like yeah if like you if you, it's one thing to be like oh you're a bum like stuff like that but if you're like making comments like personal comments trying to dig at this dude yes. like that's a little bit different but like when i went to the uh, Mets Nationals game a couple weeks ago we were sitting in left field right like second row right behind the left fielder so i think the Nationals left fielder is Alec Call yes um and the whole night like he made a th- he made a bad throw 
to home that let a run score in. And we uh, right behind him, we were all like, you got a bum arm, Alec. You can't throw. Stop throwing. And then, like, you know, we were just doing that. But then the one dude, like, brings up Alec Call's high school baseball coach and was like, mentions him by name. is was like, hey, coach so-and-so's not going to like that throw. And he's like, I'm like, dude, you're bringing up his high school coach, dog? This dude's been a major leaguer for a couple years now. Right, right. Like, there's some people that take it way too seriously. Yes, and – if you can't take it back, like, when the players then give you the razzle. Right. Like, like he then hit a home run, like, yes, two yes. innings later and came back and, like, looked at all of us and was like, what's up? Yeah. We all cheered. We loved it. We were like, yeah. Like, he was yes. a good sport about it. Yes. And and I think sometimes fans take it a tad too far. Because you got to remember, these people, these guys are public figures. All of their information is out there. Like, sometimes they take it a tad too far. However, uh, speaking about I still people, love the, I still love the clip of Garrett Cole in the bullpen. The guy's like, "That looks like it's a little bit too high, Garrett." It's like that no, was that I was from that. I was I think that was in the playoffs a couple years ago. It might have been Houston. It might have been in Houston. Um, but there was a game where the Yankees were warming up in the bullpen. Oh, I remember and this. Guys, and Garrett Cole's and guys, getting razzed, yep. and then he gets he gets knocked out in like the first inning that yep, game. That game, yep. Do you, I? I will say though, I remember. You were with us the the night we went to the Phillies game. Mm-hmm. It was you, me, Jeff, and like we had like ten of us. Oh, remember yeah, we were like giving Juan Soto the business for oh, a while. Yeah. Like I remember we were going out. I'm like, I bet you wear your socks to bed, you weirdo. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like it was. And then he and he was a good sport about Dude. it too. Like he would give us like a little wave yeah, off to the side because he's the same way as like he's the same way as like Pete Alonso. Like he he's so locked into the game when he's in it. So like he doesn't really let himself get distracted. Yeah. So he smirked a couple times. Yeah. We had a couple good ones. I think uh our buddy Cody gave him the uh you wear tidy whities. Yep. Yep. Uh, yep. yep. Somebody yep. gave him the even, your mom can't cook. Even when uh even when I was at the uh the Mets game just a couple weeks ago cuz Mark Canna was playing left field for us that game and we're standing back there and I don't know if anybody's ever noticed but Mark Canna all the girls love Mark Canna. Dude, everybody. Because, well, one, he's just a super, super nice guy. Like, he's so friendly to everybody. He's just so chill. We'll sign autographs. Like, he's great human. But Mark Canna, the girls love him in his baseball pants because he's got a butt. Right. Uh, it's the same thing with Bryce Harper and um, yeah. Reese Hoskins was the same way. Yeah. Everybody so loved him for, well, loves they him wore for his butt. For his butt. So, like, there was at one point <laughs> – there was at one point that a guy stood up behind us, <laughs> and he, he starts yelling at Mark Cannon. He goes, hey, Mark, you got a CDL for that dump truck you got back there? <laughs> Bro, that was the funniest thing. The whole Our whole section starts cracking up, and Mark Cannon just kind of turns around and looks at us like, <laughs> Dude, that's it was funny. so funny. You know what also helps, though, when your team's winning? I remember when we, <coughs> when we gave the business to Juan Soto, they were up. I think the Phillies lost that game, what, 18 to 1? And we stayed for the whole yeah, thing. We, we were the only night. ones in the stadium <laughs> we yelling left. at Soto. Like, you you knew he heard everything we were saying. Because we're the only we're the eight only idiots ones, yeah. still in the, still in the was, stands. God, who was it? It was me. That was you. the year the Nats. That was the year the Nats won the World Series. Yep. That it yeah. was. And we it were two rows from the actual railing. Yeah, and then we got the like guy three. kicked out. Yeah. Remember, he was <laughs> flashing hundreds. Band. We got there the band kicked out. He was so bad yeah. that night. It was a Nationals fan. Yes. But no, so um, that was 2019. It was us three, our buddy Cody, 
a couple of girls, Harsh, right? Because Harsh was there. Uh, Harsh Ailey was there. was there. Yes, your girlfriend at the time, Jeff's girlfriend at the time. Um, Lindsay was there. Lindsay was there. Uh, yeah. Jeff's Jeff's and mine's friend, Jeff's girlfriend, ex-girlfriend's friend. Uh, and I still have Luca, memories. Our buddy Luca was there with was his Luca girlfriend there? at the time. He was in a different section, but he ended up oh, coming okay, over to us. Okay, that's right, that's right, that's right. There were so many of us at that game. Um, wow. Yeah, our original group going was only like eight people, but then Luca and his girlfriend showed up. Yeah, and we like ended up 10. with ten, and we were the only idiots left in that stadium. Oh yeah, for oh. real, it was nearly empty by the th- like ninth inning or eighth. Eighth, eighth inning. inning, it was empty by the fifth. Well, when yeah, they were down like were, twelve. Yeah, they were losing so bad, but like w- we um no by like fifth, sixth inning, we were one of like two or three groups left in our section. By seventh, it was cleared out. Yeah, I do have a I do have a question. I'm actually gonna look back and see. I saw how the fo- the was. photo was. I saw the photo for there all was the a guys. lot of us. Yeah, I uh, question for you though, you guys. Um, so I know every team kind of has their thing, and I don't know how new this one is, but yeah. I just saw this the other day, and we haven't talked about it. I just want to know what your guys' take is, right? So the Mets obviously have the seven line, right? Right. right. The Yankees have the bleacher creatures, oh, right? Right. But has it? Did you guys see the the Baltimore Orioles and their new thing? No. So. Apparently, I, I don't exactly know the full story of and how it started. Once you finish this, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. What do you I got? was going to say. Speaking of Baltimore Orioles, did you see the thing with uh, everybody's favorite forty-three-year-old virgin, Zach Hample? <laughs> no. Did you? There's no. this. So there's this kid. So it's, this uh, so kid it was all over Twitter. Oh, yeah, when this it, happened, all over. So all it was over. at Camden Yards. Um, there's this kid who streams, I believe, on Twitch. It might be YouTube, um, but his name on there is like Little Man. Okay. And he is this kid who plays MLB the show is like all he plays. Right. He is confined to a wheelchair. He plays video game, loves it. He's a huge, huge, huge baseball fan. And when Cedric Mullins was first like coming up and getting starting to get traction, getting popular, he was playing MLB the show and this kid anytime he would play a game. Cedric Mullins would be on the opposite team, and Cedric Mullins would absolutely destroy him. Like, home okay. run every time he would pitch the ball. What's the guy's name? Uh, his actual name is AJ, um, but his name on Twitch is, like, Little Man something, something, something. Oh, is he the one Is he the one with the voice is kind of high, and he's yeah, always screaming he's got, about he's something? Got, like, the, the Hispanic kid. He's got the beard, and he's got, like, the spiky black hair. Yes, yeah. yes. Okay, so I, yes, I was, know this. He, the Orioles invited him out because his whole thing that year was, like, I can't escape Cedric Mullins. Right, right. So they ended up getting wind of it, and now they just had him out so he could meet Cedric Mullins during BP. Got to get on the field, blah, 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 blah. Well, the only thing that AJ had said was like, oh, the only thing that could make this day better is if Cedric Mullins hits a home run tonight. No way he hits a dinger. Cedric Mullins hits a home run no. and fucking but Zach Hample <laughs> catches it. He's <laughs> standing, he's out in he's standing, standing in left field and this kid is recording Zach. He's like, oh, Zach, you caught the home run. Are you going to give it to AJ? And he's like, who's AJ? And he's like, oh, he the, has no clue. the Cedric. over his head. Yeah, and he's like, the Cedric oh, Mullins Suarez, kid. And he goes, what are you like, doing? He goes, he goes I don't know. He's like, I don't know who AJ is. He was like, I'm the Mullins guy tonight. <laughs> Yeah. I wanted to punch <laughs> this dude in the face. Oh my I, god! They were going after one him of my hard. favorite. One oh of my favorite. My one god. of my favorite clips too. You know the guy who goes to the Phillies games, the Philly captain, the the yes, really. Yes, yes, yes. So, <laughs> my favorite thing is when he posts clips on his TikTok, and he'll be like, "Watch out, guys! Zach Campbell's here. Watch your kids. Watch your kids. He'll knock them over to get a ball. Watch out for Zach Campbell. He's so funny, bro. And he posted a. 
to go off of that, the same yeah. guy, the Philly sports captain guy, right. he posted a clip when the Eagles – who did they beat to go to the Super Bowl? Come on. The 49ers. Okay, they beat the 49ers. So, obviously, the game was at the link in Philly. See, Jeff and I – first, I know for all of the listeners, Jeff and I looked at each other like we had no, no idea. We were like, wait a minute, what? Like, I was still in baseball mindset. I'm like, yeah. what are Ooh, you talking yeah. about? But anyway. Anyway, good. The, the Philly the Philly captain guy, he was at the Eagles game okay. when they won and beat the 49ers. Right, right, to right. Arizona to go to the Super Bowl. So, he has a video on his TikTok. Anytime I'm in a bad mood, I'll just pull it up just because it's so funny. And in his Delco accent, because that's how he talked. For those, for those, uh, Delaware County, thank Pennsylvania. You. Yes, for those, um, uh, uh, statewide yes, listeners, for those nationwide. Delco listeners. means Delaware County, Pennsylvania. And most people outside of Delco do not like Delco. Yes. Delco is their own little only, group. It's of people almost like that, like, Delco is likes. like their own little Texas. Like, yeah. <laughs> don't mess not, with Delco. Like, <laughs> and, if you, and if you're not from in, it, you don't in like his, it. In his Philly accent. So he's like, He's walking through the walking out of the stadium at the end of the night, and he um, he's going through the parking lot, and he's like, "Oh, Arizona Super Bowl Fifty Three, <laughs> yeah. here we come!" And then as he's walking by, oh, I found the clip. I found the clip. Ready? <laughs> he yeah. walks by. He walks by a 49ers fan. Yeah, I guess he's putting it. <laughs> and this is as he's walking by a group of 49ers. He's like, not you. You stay here, dickhead. And gives him, like, the hand wave, like, washes him out of the way. One of the funniest, and it's, I think the accent is what yeah, makes yeah, it, it is. Because he's yeah. like, not you. You stay here, dickhead. <laughs> yeah. It's just so funny. Uh, wait, so what does this have to do with... Well, it was because um, we mentioned... Ah, oh, dude, Rangers getting lit up here in the yeah, second we inning. We mentioned, or you mean the Cubs? No, Ranger. Oh, is Rangers it? getting lit up. Ranger Suarez. Oh, Ranger Suarez. Suarez. I thought you said the Rangers are getting lit no, up. No, no, Ranger is getting Texas lit up Ranger. here in um, the second no, inning. No, but we mentioned the little man, or AJ, at the yes, Warriors yes, okay. game, and then we mentioned that that guy absolutely hates Zach Hayden. I understand. Because okay. he does. Dude, that's hilarious. No, so back to what I was getting to with the Orioles yeah. originally. Uh, so apparently, I don't know how it all started on Twitter, but apparently some Twitter-verse thing came into real life like it always does. And now there's a section in Camden Yards that's called the bird bath, and anytime somebody hits an extra base hit, oh yeah, they, they start water. spraying water into the crowd, oh and all the God. crowd in that section just eat it up, dude. They I, call I saw it the a video bird bath. of the players the other day doing something, and all the players when that happened, like they all filled their mouths with water, and stood yes. on the edge of the dugout, and started like yes. Them so out the of their mouth. so the fans in one of the sections, there's a guy who's got like water spray bottles, and anytime there's a a double. Uh, triple home run. He just starts squirting the <laughs> section, and the section just eats it up. They're just like loving it, oh and they call God. it the bird bath. It's like the splash zone at SeaWorld. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, okay, first off, Hello, phenomenal Hello. idea. I don't know why anybody didn't think of this years ago, but I just don't dude, chop at it. It's not a sword, dude. I just I love that. I love when teams. Let me rephrase. I love when fans of a team create something like right. that. Like, dude, I think that's right. hilarious. Like, obviously, like I said, the Mets have the seven line. The Yankees have the bleacher creatures. He shouts to Seneca High School in Tabernacle, New Jersey with the bird's nest. Yeah, the, okay. their fan section. Yeah, yeah, I mean, the... the um, My alma mater. I know the Braves have the chop, right? Like, 
when you when your fan base kind of rallies and like creates something mm-hmm. like that, dude, I think that's so cool and so innovative. And I think the bird path is hilarious, where you have just a section where it's like, dude, all right, you're in this section, you know that you're gonna get you're getting doused with today. water. Yeah, actually, you know what? Side note. So we were talking about this before we started uh, recording. So I went to a Union game last night, a Philadelphia Union game. I know we're not like soccer guys. I meant to ask you how that went, dude. I love soccer. Oh, bro, that's Live, like that's the thing. It's like I refuse unless it's the World Cup. I don't watch dude, soccer. Dude, I love Speaking soccer. Speaking of the World Cup, I'm I'm getting into soccer so KC? much right now. Did oh, you, KC yeah. got their bid. They made it. Yep. It's coming to them. 2026 World Cup. Yeah, Kansas City's getting the World Cup in 26. They made their bid and they got it. Whoa. Yep. Yeah. I, I know I know there was a couple cities. Speak Wait, it. Kansas City's getting the whole thing. They're not going to share it with the states, right? It's no. it's a US thing, KC. right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, but so I not, like a, that. not only that, I know Pat Mahomes is lobbying for um Tickets. No, he's <laughs> he's lobbying for the Arizona Coyotes to move to Kansas City. I love that idea. I think Kansas City would be such a good spot for a hockey team, dude. <laughs> that would dude, be such a good spot. I love that idea. Wait, so backtrack. We'll, we'll get like, back. I we'll get back to that. To see, I would love to see hockey in Kansas City. Is what he tweeted when the the Coyotes tweeted. Well, we're they're like, keeping oh, well, where should we? They're move? keeping them in Scottsdale for now. For now, I guess. Okay. So a lot so, of people were saying they should move to Glendale. Yeah. So so what happened? At least to what I've read seen heard they the is it i want to say it's scottsdale tempe where wherever they are currently that's that's fine we'll, we'll get to it um i think wherever they are tempe Glen, scottsdale what have you um they put in a bid to get the stadium the township said no we're good and right. they're they're playing at the university of arizona um the college stadium there which only holds like Seven to ten thousand people. Yeah, it's not big at all. So the team is like, okay, well, what are we gonna do? And the NHL said, yeah, we'll figure it out. Just stay there. And it's everybody's like, what? Like they they don't know what to do with them because they don't want to get rid of the Coyotes, but they also don't know where to put them. What, yeah, yeah, like, where yeah, but to I'll put tell them. you, I'll tell you, you what. can't put the Coyotes in Kansas City. I mean, you'd have to change the name, the logo, the whole nine. Well, I mean, yeah. you don't have to change the name and the logo, but it, yeah. it doesn't really make sense. It's like the Utah Jazz. Jazz doesn't live in utah well yeah and we had talked about that and that's the other thing i wanted to long long time regroup back to my original thing that i was trying to recap earlier god we're so bad at staying on topic it's our add Um, i think i was gonna say one thing that to bring it back to that right about teams moving right wait okay i know where you're going with this before before you get to that because that's going to be a conversation like that's going to be a whole conversation piece Go ahead. I want to make my point on soccer real quick. Yeah, about the union. Yeah, so I went to, first off, I'm getting really into soccer. I think the sport is beautiful. The game is awesome. Love it. When are you going to start watching uh, some Wrexham games? Dude, dude, so actually that's what got me really into soccer. <laughs> yeah. So I binge watched watch Welcome to Wrexham, which is the Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds. Rob McElhenney. Yep. Binge watch it. This year, Wrexham was in the race to get out of the National League and the so I ended up the last like three or four games I ended up buying the National League pass, pass. and yeah, watching all watch. of them, watched them promote, was really getting into them. So that got me into soccer. So I'm like, okay, MLS. Let me try. It. Anyway, went to a couple games. I've been to a couple games, but really starting to get into it. That wrap this back to baseball. Um, all soccer fans have sections like crazy fan sections. Oh yeah. So the Union have what they call the Sons of Ben. 
That's Dude, cool. awesome. They have their own merch. They have their like own colors. Mm-hmm. They have their own chants. Yep. They do the whole game. They just bang on the drums yep, and they chant. They don't sit at all. And every team has a section. And I'm like, dude, if baseball or football or hockey or basketball can adopt this, this is awesome. Oh yeah. They get their own section. They get their own entrance to the stadium. The stadium actually, like when you're coming into the parking lot, it says Sons of Ben entrance, and it shows you how to get into that yep. side of the parking lot with those, dude. Awesome stuff. Yep. Now, Jeff, I'm sorry. To your point about relocating teams. Well, actually, ahead. before you go in, just to go off of that, I'd never been a soccer guy. Oh, I dude, played, I played awesome. when I was four or five years old. I hated it just because it was just it was just wasn't for me. I was a baseball kid. I was Fair. a hockey kid. But in my three years that I lived in Orlando, I'd never, oh, dude, Orlando, I'd never. It's awesome, isn't it? I'd never gone to any Orlando sporting event other than the Pro Bowl when it was in Disney in 2020. Okay, so that was that was the only thing I'd ever gone to. I when I was working at the car dealership in Florida, um, like the blood drive truck came to us, and when you did it, you got two free tickets to an Orlando City soccer club game. Now I hate that they don't call it football club; it's Orlando City Soccer Club. Stupid. Yeah, stupid. But, um. We went to that. The game started. The first, probably first half, it was good, kind of overcast. During halftime, torrential downpour. Not a single fucking person left that stadium. Dude, I mean, we all moved. We all moved like under. So the way that their stadium works is like along the actual, like the length of the field, it's overhangs. But then in the corners, and in the corners of the stadium, there's no overhang. So it's just on the end and just on the sides there's overhang. Everybody just, like, moshed into underneath the overhang to prevent. Yeah. But that fan section, not a single one of those people left. They saved the whole game. They chanted the I whole bet. game. They played their drums the whole game. They had, like, the powder flying in the drums with the water. Like, they had, they were putting food coloring on in the water on the drums. So when they were hitting it, you'd see, like, the blue and red water and purple water Dude. flash. Like, it's that was one of the coolest things. And they ended up... They ended up winning that game, too, and I'll show you the clip later from when they won that game. Um, they won that game in like with, like, a minute left in extra time. I love that. And they won on, like, a crazy, like, cross-field kick one-timer out of the air. Like, nutty. It was insane. Dude, it, soccer, soccer is getting to my heart for two reasons. Number one, I think the sport itself is hella athletic. Oh, God, yeah. They I, run for dude, 90 minutes dude, straight. Yeah. The the other reason I really enjoy soccer and American soccer is kind of molded in its own its own way, but every game is important, like the NFL, right? Mm-hmm. Like especially in the Premier League. Oh God, don't get me started. My dad and brother are such big Arsenal fans, Dude, and they choked but, away the Premier League. No, no, but but just that idea of hey, every game is important. We have no playoffs. It's the the team who has the best record at the end of the year. That's who wins the league. That to me is awesome because every game matters. Yep. You cannot take a game off. Sure. Every game is heartbreaking. Every game is intense. Every game is electrifying. Mm-hmm. Dude, I'm getting so into the, the sport of soccer and I love it. Now, Jeff, finally, back to teams and relocating. <laughs> yeah. I guess we, well, it's fine because we brought up Orlando, which is perfect because yes, that's what I'm going to be bringing up. Dude, Orlando and Orlando soccer shows that Orlando has a great city for sports. Oh, Correct. Yeah. Absolutely. And I feel now soccer for Orlando, I feel like they have kind of a bit of an upper hand just because of the large Hispanic and Latino Fair. community that is Fair. in Florida, Orlando area. Um, but at the same time, I mean, 
as bad as the magic are, people love the magic in Orlando. Yes, that I mean true. that's that's just what that is. But anyway, Jeffrey. Wow. Yeah. So speaking of uh, recapping for moving teams and bringing up Orlando, um, we had some news come out. You know, everybody's been listening to the A's be you know moving to uh, Vegas, and there was some sad stuff to see that happened as a response from the fan base for that move coming up. Um, we saw the A's had a turnout of a record low of just shy of just shy under two thousand two hundred people attend one of their games at home. That's you've wild. seen a large amount of the historical uh, attendees who've come out and will be there every single game, rain shine no matter what. Um, were not present, and it could definitely be felt in the stadium. Players had noticed it; they could definitely feel it. Um, so it's, it's one of those sad side effects of, of, uh, moves teams relocating. Yeah. Moves being announced and teams being relocated to other places and other markets. Um, oh, holy moly. Is that, that's, oh, that's, 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 that's foul. That's hooked. Um, wow. They're still in this inning, dude. Ranger I is, I can't believe they're he's, leaving he, him in he's right gonna, now. He's going to get out. He's going to get out of it. Um, but the other team that's moving or the, the rumor is speculation right, is Tampa wants out of where they're at. They're in St. Pete because St. Pete is a shithole. Well, you would know better than anybody. St. Pete is not Tampa, right? And no, everybody, it's just St. outside. St. Pete is literally, I think it's 20 minutes from Tampa. It's it's right. It's, right at, it's like across Tampa Bay. But yeah. it's a pain in the ass to get to, isn't it? Like for well, a sporting event? I haven't been there. Okay. So I can't. It's, I know when I went down to Tampa, like last 4th of July, I went to Anna Maria Island, which is like right off of Tampa right Bay. Right there. Um, like when we were out in Tampa Bay fishing and like swimming in the in the bay, I could see the trop from where right. we were at. So like it, it was, it's across the bay from Tampa. So it's like it's not crazy far now in terms of getting there. I'm sure it's not going to be the it's best. It's not easy just because I'm sure you got to go over a big ass bridge to get over there if you're coming from Tampa. But yeah, because I've heard I've heard it's very much I like I don't think Orlando's got the room for an MLB. Game. Well, no, so but, but I feel like Tampa Bay is very much like um, re, uh, the the Washington Commanders FedEx Field, right? Like there's one right. way in, one way out. Right. Nobody has any public transportation. To right. it. Like it just there's a ton of problems. But anyway, yeah. to your point. So Tampa is now Tampa's yeah. now looking at taking options. Um, they were initially looking at it. Um, not even. Uh, moving out to Orlando or anything like that, they were just looking at um, moving out of St. Pete. There was a couple other opportunities for different spaces within actual Tampa. Right, moving them across the bridge. Right, moving them across the bay into a different position. Um, But Orlando has been really trying to push to say, hey, you know, we are here, we want you – you know, well, we not necessarily we want you as far as Tampa. They they really they really kept it open. They uh they just said that they pretty much want anybody for as far as baseball. Uh, they want to bring in a baseball team in. <clears throat> the the group originally is calling themselves the Orlando Dreamers, which is an awful name, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I don't I don't think that'll stick. Um, but I definitely think it's. I was looking at some of the numbers in comparison to uh, the similar numbers that they were looking at for. Uh, Vegas and why the A's were moving to Vegas, right? One of the big ticket pieces is tourism, right? People going there to, you know, enjoy entertainment and other things for tourists do. And I was looking at the numbers, and it was absolutely mind-boggling 
the difference in numbers of people who go to Vegas for tourism a year versus Orlando. Absolute night and day difference. And I thought it was going to be a lot closer. I genuinely did. Why? What? You would think that they're comparable, right? You would think Vegas actually would get more, no? No. Well, it's, I guess Disney World is there, it's, right? It's like, I think it was, as far as, uh, is based off of memory, so we'll, we'll take it a little bit, but I can definitely uh, make sure we link where the numbers were from. Yeah, we could tweet um, that. But it was like short of like 35, 40 million tourists Holy a year for, well, for Vegas. For Vegas, they only get 30 million to 40 million a yeah. year? Wow, so, that's a shocking And then number. when you look at Orlando, mm-hmm. 70. But wow. we got to remember, it's a lot easier, more affordable, and more likely to see a family of four go to Orlando than go into Vegas. So when okay. you look no, at those numbers point. turn out. That's a really good point. And transition that numbers into sales and all these other pieces, right? It makes business money sense to try to see if we can create something in Orlando. And there's been mock-ups. The dreamers have their, you know, their artists do right, renders right. and stuff. And it looks pretty spectacular if they're able to find that square footage for them to be able to do it. And I, I had I had said to the guys in the group chat <clears throat> earlier this past week when I had originally read about the story, and I was making jokes about Mickey Mouse, and but I really think that there's an honest chance that either you know is either Disney or Universal or any of the other theme parks in Orlando would if Tampa made a shot to come to Orlando to play in Orlando that you would see ticket packages get created yeah for yeah, families to be able to go and watch a game and see that whole process happen and it, it it's it's a great market they, they like Nick had said there's obviously really really um awesome fans out there in that market who would love to take them in I think they will do absolutely awesome in that market. And then you combine that with the tourism that happens yearly for them. And a majority of that tourism is happening during the baseball season. Yeah. Yeah, because it's all, it's all it's the all Disney. Spring, it's all the summertime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fall. So that's that's where you're seeing that major push, right? That's not a bad idea. And, and if you – I mean, realistically, you get Disney involved. You get – Universal involved, what have you? Yeah, you you take you take offers. Sponsorship. You don't you don't, you don't go to yes. them. You, you you wait and you see that's, what they offer. That's not a ba- that's really not a bad idea. And my here's my only here's my only kicker to that. Yeah, I'd have to I'd have to know what the numbers in uh, are in terms of Disney related because I don't get me wrong. I know a lot of people who go to Disney. I, I don't want to say a lot, but I know there are a group of people who go to Disney and go to Disney, like, let's say, like, the Vacation Club members, the timeshare yeah. owners. Yeah, they all they'll go, go to, to Walt Disney World. Right. They'll go to Disney and not necessarily go to the parks, but they'll go to just take a vacation. Right. Which you could rope into seeing a baseball game. But my problem, and and it's the same reserves many people had with Vegas, is there's, there's more to do there. I just don't know if baseball would be the thing they come for. I feel like it'd be more of a secondary. Like, when you go... Orlando. More often oh, than not, yeah. you're going to Disney. We're, we're not talking about. Yeah, I, I, think I just I don't know if that. the traffic would then pivot and be like, oh well, we could go to let's say just for example, an Orlando Rays game. Right. Granted, having the traffic 
more people would come. It, it's really not a bad idea. And you you package it right. Yeah. You have Mickey and Minnie Mouse at the games. And yeah, it's you, not you start, a bad you idea. Start, you start packaging stuff up correctly. You start getting other parties involved. Right, you, and it you doesn't can even have Disney. To. Disney could have the naming rights to the stadium. I mean, well, then it's not, there's it's so not here's a bad, here's the other thing that yet. comes into play too, right? So we look at Vegas, right, and we mm-hmm. we jump back to that for a minute. One of the major issues that the A's were initially seeing for their first, um, their first initial plot of land they were looking to grab, right, was around thirty five, thirty six acres of uh, land that they were looking at making a bid on. But they needed public funding, a large amount of it. Right. Well, the team is broke, apparently. Right. The owner isn't, but the team is. So that's what I look at when I say Tampa Bay coming into Orlando. You want to give naming rights? What happens if you let the Imagineers build a ballpark in in Orlando? that's, That's not a... How crazy would that be? That's not a bad idea. That's it's it's really not a bad idea. The the problem you run into though in that is how much of the team, how much of the there's a lot of business. Y- ends there's a lot of, yeah. There's a lot of business ends to that. Like how much of the team do they get pro- uh, profit margin? Right, right. There's a lot of there's a lot to that, but that's a it's not a bad idea. Yeah. I, I really enjoy that. That, it, that there, would be such a crazy idea. Just imagining a ballpark built. By the by, Disney Imagineers. By the Disney Imagineers in Orlando. That go crazy hard. <laughs> <laughs> think about think of Okay, so J- Jeff and I Each were- section is going to have, like, its own theme and shit. Like, yeah, could you d- imagine, like, left field is all Star Wars shit? Like, all this- the, wow. the seats are all <laughs> themed, like, Star Wars. Like, Bro, all, just, the, all, all right field is all, like, Disney princesses and shit. Like, Bro, just think about left field in the Star Wars frame. Y- you call, like, the top left, like, second deck- Second deck left field is the Death Star, and you, it, dude, hit the well, Death Star because they'll be in. So if it is a ballpark made in Orlando, it will be a domed park. Right, it, it would will have, to, have be. to be a domed park. So you have a really a large amount of options to really build with that. Yeah, and um, Disney could get the naming rights to the stadium. I, I Jeff, I really don't. I I don't hate the idea. I I don't. I I just think there are some other cities that could. In fact, have a good sports town for baseball. And well, to your point, Nick, earlier, Tampa's even on hockey. The Tampa's on the up. They're they're an up team. We're seeing they're they're really doing well so far this season, right? I'm expecting them to be able to be holding out for the second half of the season. We'll probably see a large amount of those players return next season. So I think they're 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 on the up and up for the next couple seasons. I think that really helps them make a bid. For trying to do something versus the A's, who's really having a real downspurt yeah, of the season. They're real, real um, bum. I think that makes it a little bit more difficult for them to find funding and have reasoning and to try to encourage that market to get behind them. Right? Yeah. I, I, I would like to see, and I know we've talked about this, but I'd like to see Tampa go a couple of hours in the other direction and maybe move towards like New Orleans. We, we really have to see where, where MLB wants. Right, their next team to be or to well, relocate because, their team because I know wanna, Nashville's on their well, list. They want to move, so I don't know if you saw this story yet. Twenty twenty five, right? They want thirty two. Thirty two, okay. Right, but the two teams that are currently having issues with their ballpark right now are the Rays and the A's. Well, I know, I know a lot of Rays fans, at least to what I've heard and seen, that um, Tropicana Field isn't 
good. Like no, the the, it's the, not. the circles and the lights are screwy. The yeah. the location is bad. Well, like, St. Pete's th- mayor has been saying that they're that. Supposedly that uh, I think it's like the gas district or whatever I think it's like that area is called that mm-hmm. includes Tropicana is set to be refurbished to include some new housing and other things. And that would, you know, that money set aside for that would include updating Tropicana. Right. But if they're really not happy in the St. Peace market and they're not happy with the fact that the way the stadium is, and that's not really changing even with these updates that they're talking about, I think that's where we see that move out of the market to either move to Tampa right. directly and look or, at one of those properties or, or move somewhere down, else, down Orlando, to Orlando, Nashville. I, I, yeah, I mean, I feel bad. Like I, I hate watching teams move because there are diehard fans from all of these oh, yeah. places. It, it sucks to watch teams move. To your point about the A's um, trying to move to Vegas and getting gypped on some areas and what have you, I know a lot of teams now are trying to build not only stadiums but like event areas and like like I know yeah we saw we saw that with um, some of the spaces that they built for the Raiders when they moved in and they built their stadium yeah in Vegas. I know Chicago like uh, speaking of the Cubs right yeah. they they built up Wrigleyville. Right, like right. I know a lot of these places are trying to build not only just the stadium, but the fan experience and the around, around the stadium, yep. which is a cool thing, but also is kind of a pain in the butt because you see a, a team like the Rays looking right. to relocate, and it's like, well, at what point is it too much? Like, you could you could build a stadium in Orlando, you don't need that much space but it's everything else that they want well that a lot of cities are like dude we can't do this like we can't we'll have give to you tweet it out 60 miles or 60 miles 60 acres worth of yeah. land because we don't have it to give we're a city yeah well we'll have to i'll have to uh we'll have to tweet out the renders that they did for the uh the dreamers made yeah we will for their pitch because they have a whole thing. Well, like, I mean, there is a whole strip. Yeah, it's like there's a whole strip that comes into it. Yeah, there's a bunch of shopping areas. There's, they're, they're really trying to not only incorporate a ballpark, but also incorporate a, another section of Orlando to go and shop and to hang out and to go and eat at food at restaurants and just be at. Right? They're, they're trying to create another space like downtown Orlando where there's all these different restaurants, different clubs, different uh, stores downtown during the day that you can go to that that you can go and shop at. So it's really trying to not only create a ballpark, but an experience for everybody. In I, I don't mind the idea. I just – sometimes I think it takes away from the sport. Like – Oh, yeah. Some cities have stadiums that are just like that, right. but it's because – they were made in the city. Like, Pittsburgh is very much like that, where around Pittsburgh is a bunch of shops and bars. Right. And, I mean, it is there is a few, like, there is more of, like, a business district, if you will. But there's bars and shops around PNC Park. But that's right. because PNC Park is made in the middle of the city. Right, or made is. in the middle of the city. Yeah. Right? Where sometimes I think they have these ideas where it's like, we'll make a $6 billion complex with stores and yeah. bars. And it's like, guys. You're a sports franchise, yeah. and I'm not taking away from it. Like, 
it will boost the economy of the city, and you're going to get well, business. And property you know, needs to get paid for during the off season. Yeah, no, I, I understand. <laughs> but sometimes I'm like, hey, just just build the ballpark. Like, it's it's as much as it is about the experience. It's about the sport, and yeah. that's what we're here for. Like, I I'm not going to a Rays game so I can go to the restaurants around. Right. I'm here so I can go to the game, put the money into the stadium, right. and make the stadium, you know, good and long-lasting and useful and beautiful and whatever. I don't care about the surrounding. Like, the city can kind of make its way around it itself. Right. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe that's a, a weird take, but I, I would I just— I think it's knowing your market, right? Yeah, yeah. I think that's yeah, really I that's the big true. thing is, I think, knowing your market, knowing the people who are going to be coming out to your games, right? If And, and that, to some extent, that's the location too, right? Yeah, you the know, location does matter. Does matter for that market and what you're going to get for as far as turnout. So, we'll see what happens. I'm curious. I'll be keeping an eye on the um, the A situation. I know a lot of uh, Vegas uh, news media has been pushing out commentary about you know balking at the idea since right now they're looking at being in the trop. Speaking of the, the trop, old Tropicana, the old yeah. Tropicana, and um, there's been a lot of the commentary going Tropicana, about that. Yeah, which I may be going to tonight. In Atlantic oh, City. Atlantic. I'm, just, uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm uh, not going to. Ocean, ocean's better. I like Ocean. Oh, casino. dude. It's so, so awesome. No, you know, it's a. And Hard Rock. I like Hard dude, Rock. Dude, I love the Hard Rock. Hard you know Rock, the Hard Rock and AC is so underrated. Yeah, no, 100% <laughs> underrated. You know what? You know what? You know what? Casino is overrated? Caesars. Now, I don't think yeah. we're going to get sponsored by any of these guys anyway. Caesars is fairly overrated. I've also had a bad. I've had bad experiences with Caesars, so I'm a little, I'm well, a little biased thing. towards it. It's like when I go to the casino. I either like to play roulette, amen. Video poker at the bar. Video poker, yeah, because it's know. like it's fifty cent bets. Oh, I know what you're talking and about. And you sit at the bar and get free drinks, so yes, I can yes. just bet fifty cents and just feed me alcohol the whole night. Nah, video poker, no but good. Uh, I play blackjack, but I don't really like to play against the house too much, just because I feel like blackjack's kind of rigged. So unless I learn to count cards, I try to stay away from blackjack. Fair, but wait, speaking of blackjack. Luca, our friend, I watched him. We went, we went like a week, two weeks ago. I watched him stay on a seven, dude. When I tell you, everybody at the table, including me, he had a four and a three. And a, and no, no, hear me out. He had a six and a one. What? Okay, he had a seven. Dealer showing, dealer is showing a four, okay, and or maybe a five, and we're sitting there, and he pulls a seven. And he looks at me, looks at the other kid we're with, looks at the table, looks all around, and he goes, stay. And we're all like, what? Huh? What dude, did you just say? <laughs> dude, the, the side eyes. Everyone at the table, the two pit bosses, everybody went, what? what? And he said, stay. I'm staying on a seven. And we're all like, you're an idiot, because he had a huge bet on the hand. Right. Like, you're an idiot. Like, how could you stay on a seven? Just his girl. Girl flips over, uh, flips over to get nine. And he, you can see him starting to sweat. He's like, uh, the dealer's showing nine. Starts to sweat. Hits another gets a, a four, and now has 13. 13. Hits again, takes a 10, 10, loses. He wins on a seven. I'm like, are you kidding me? And he's like, he's like, I knew it was happening That's the just, whole time. That is just Luca's luck, Dude, honestly. And though. the craziest part about it, crazy part about it, is as soon as he's, do- as soon as he's done did it, he quotes Austin Powers. You know what, in Austin Powers, in the first one where he stays on like a six, and he's like, 
dangerous. I like to live dangerously too. <laughs> Stay. So as soon as he hits and he makes some money, he's he like, goes, I, I like too like to live dangerously. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> you had no idea. Like, you but had I'm also, no idea. I'm also hey, a I'm Texas sorry, Hold'em guy. I oh. love Texas Hold'em. But the Hold'em's problem good. is, is that in AC, there's like two casinos where you can play Texas right. Hold'em. And it's Harrah's and I want to say Caesars is the other one. What was it? No, there's only there, there's only a couple casinos. You could play at the Trap. Go- Gold Nugget. I you could play at the, the Trap. I don't think so because I looked it up. I, I I remember looking it up. Uh, Texas. We'll get back to that while yeah. you look it up. What else did you have on your phone though that you wanted to talk about? Oh, I got I got a list of shit. Oh, oh. Um, well, that's good. Okay. Looks like we're only an hour in just uh, starting that. Yeah. Borgata. <laughs> you could yeah you could I'm telling you you Borgata, can play the Trap. Borgata Harris. And the trop. Yeah, you can play at the trop. Okay. I've played at the trop. Yeah, but I like Texas Hold'em because you can play against other players, and you're not. Playing yeah, against the odds. House. The odds are in yes. your favor. I'd rather I'd rather take my chances going against other players who might not know what they're doing than play against the house who wins most of the time. Yeah, I mean it's always slanted. Um, go ahead. Let Let's see what you got on this list some of stuff. stuff. Some stuff that is also related to the Mets as well. Oh yeah, yeah. But we not, always have to talk not about the like Mets. related in the terms where it's like just the Mets. It's about the Mets. It's not about the Mets, but it relates to the Mets. Um, that was that was a lot of so, Mets in one sentence. So the Twins, your Twins that you predicted that would win the AL Central. Yes. Tyler Tyler Maley out for the year. Tommy John surgery. Ah, uh, dude, I know that. You know that just makes me and w- makes me wonder what's going to happen with their rotation if they're going to be able to keep up with what they were doing. I I I I want to say yes because. I still don't think that division is great, um, and I and I still think the Twins are going to be fine with the lineup that they have and the rotation that they have. Uh, d- speaking of my predictions, the Pirates also yeah. are now a game back from the Brewers, so uh, Nick may get lucky on this one and uh, not have to get the Jolly Roger on his butt cheeks because, uh, because we'll Pittsburgh has lost a few in a row here. We'll see. Uh, I, I they're not they're not doing as well as I, I mean, need them they to still, be. They still, yeah, no, I mean, the Twins should still be okay because um, they still have Pablo Lopez. He's a stud. Yeah. Sonny Gray, he's still a stud. Joe Ryan's been pretty Yeah, decent. Sonny Gray kind of found himself yeah. out there in Minnesota. Ken, Kenta Maeda's still on the team. Chris ba- Chris Paddock, when he comes back, he's still on the 60-day IL, but, oh, that yeah. was real close. And as, as much as people want to yeah. kind of poop on him. That was second, though. Huh? That was the second throw to first base. Oh, really? Yeah. So they gotta. As much as people still want to poop on him, um, even though, even though uh, uh, Carlos Correa is hitting what uh, uh, my weight, one hundred and eighty-five, <laughs> yeah. e- even though he's batting off uh, when he comes around, that's gonna add a bat to the lineup. I, there's no way, there's no way in this entire season he's gonna bat that. You know he's there's going to be a point where he's going to turn it up right. and and probably start yeah. a streak where he's hitting two sixty I would right, think right. right like there's no way he can bat one ninety or whatever the hell he's hitting for the whole season I mean that would just be absurd you know so I, I think that lineup's going to be all right I, I think the rotation will be fine too yeah, well, it does suck do you have ja- a Jazz Chisholm in there as well No I don't have Ah oh, what a waste that was Did you see his injury No what happened to him Um so apparently the Marlins this year were doing an experiment because they were looking for a center fielder all year or all well, yeah, off they season. Had him playing, yeah. So so apparently they went to him and said, "Hey, we need a center fielder," and he was like, "I'll do it." So they've been putting him out there. The problem is, is they just started putting him out there. So right. he didn't get a he didn't get a spring. He didn't get a winter. Right. So and he's he, a second base. Yeah. So now he's playing center field. So 
for the first little bit, he looked lost. I mean, it was bad. The statistics, his his play. <laughs> he looked like Nick Cassie on the Yeah, like right. his, yeah. his first step is off. He he wasn't seeing the ball well. And he's finally starting to get his feet underneath them, and he looks better. And because his spatial awareness isn't where it needs to be yet, dude runs right into a fence, steps on it, like the concrete. Yeah, the lip. Like lip where the fence is, steps on it, turf toe. Out for I, I don't know three months I think yeah. they said like Jesus it's for it's turf toe? dude it's a bad case of turf wow. toe a real yeah, bad case of sucks. turf toe so that sucks for the Marlins hey that's the MLB the show curse right there dude <laughs> dude <laughs> is the it? cover athlete curse isn't yeah. it um but continuing Kenley Jansen four hundredth career save I think it was uh, last week for the Red Sox. Um, he made yeah. his 400th career save, and he's reaching yep. peak velocity for his career. Which is awesome, Which by is the way. Incre- so I don't know what Boston has done to him, if the air's working for him better up there in the Northeast, or ooh, Bryce Harper looking silly on that slider. I, I, I do like the crisp air of the Northeast, New England. But, like, I don't know. He's having – I don't know if it's a renaissance or if he's going to be able to continue it, but he's looking really good right now where the last couple of years, like, I think he was the Braves last year, right? He he wasn't – I mean, his cutter is still filthy. He still throws an ass right, cutter. Right. But he, he wasn't getting his locations that he normally would be locked down on, stuff like that. But Sometimes a location change will do that to you, though. Also, Masataka Yoshida for Boston. Another stud from Japan? Yeah. Like, dude. Holy. Japan is just giving us. Pumping them out. Dude, giving us gods. And the best part about it is, like, we as Americans, right, when we watch baseball, we see Judge, you know, we see Mookie, we see all these guys. Japan, dude, for the longest while, who was it, Ichiro? Mm-hmm. And it's like, who else do you have? I mean, um, What's his name? He used to play for the Yankees. Uh, um, oh, um, was it was it a pitcher? No, he was with um, uh, Hideki a, Matsui. Oh yeah, Hideki, Hideki Matsui. Matsui played yeah. for a while. But like, I mean, who do you? He really wasn't like, like really like he wasn't a big name like Ichiro or no, Shohei but, though. But what I'm saying is like these Japanese players. It's like in the MLB, it's like Ichiro is their guy, and we have all these stuff. And now all of a sudden, it's like you see Shohei, you see. Um, Senga, right? Mm. You see the kid from Boston. Like all of these players are, are just starting, starting to, to show up. Yeah, now. and and Jap. I was gonna say Japan and Japanese, and I was gonna say Japanese. Oh, That's why I stopped. God. The Japanese. It was just a mis uh, misspeak. The Japanese. Don't don't worry. We'll cut we'll cut that part out. Yeah, I'll cut it out. <laughs> the Japanese are just starting to produce some dogs, mm-hmm. and it's awesome to see. I mean, look, dude, look at what Shohei's doing. Absolutely amazing. I think Senga's going to come around. And he looked awesome the other night. Yeah, he really Dude, did. Dude, so far, what I was that last his... night? He looked. Yeah. He looked. Was it last night? Yeah. Yeah, it was against yeah, it was the a race. Yeah, was last night. Yeah, that, he looked great last night. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm I'm in love with Japan and their <laughs> baseball player. <laughs> hey, listen, man. Um, Juan Soto starting to turn it around. I told you. Um, it was, I, I wrote some of these notes down like a week ago. Um, but when I wrote down this this last week about Soto, in so I wrote it down last week. So the two weeks prior to that, he was going. You know, he was not himself this year so far up until a couple weeks ago, and then he starts turning around. So last week when I wrote the note, 
it was the two weeks prior to that, 53 plate appearances. He was hitting 400 with a 547 on base and a 700 slugging for like a 1,250 OPS. Jesus. Like, a dude was actually starting to turn it back around and turn it on a little bit. So, you know, we'll see. You know, we'll see if he can continue it. I mean, Juan Soto's been one of the best players in baseball since he came up at, what, 19 years old? 19. Yeah, what's the dealio with Padres, though? That's another one of my picks. Dude, I'm so bad. Another one of my picks has just fallen off, I think it's ownership. I really do. Ownership? I think it's ownership and, like, overall, like, like leadership in the clubhouse. Yeah, no, I think Manny's a. I think Manny Machado's a good leader. No, he's a hothead. Yeah. Manny's a hothead, and I Maybe. feel like having a hothead as your number one guy, who's your leader on that team, he's a, he's, a cocky, he's a cocky player because he knows he's really good. But I feel like it's it's tough to really put him in that leadership position, just because you think of the guy on that team. You look at it, dude. On paper, they should be they should be way better than be. what they, they are. They should be leading their division. They should be, y- yeah, like with the yeah, team they definitely that they should be have. The division, I mean, but one thing I think is, Nando is not a right fielder. No, but at the same time, he makes throwing errors at shortstop. Right. So like he can get to the ball and he makes great defensive plays in stopping the ball, but then he throws the ball and he doesn't he doesn't have the control with his throws. Right. Um, but yeah, Soto Soto's looking good. I I think the Padres' biggest problem currently is that they're in win-now mode and not winning now. And I think the Mets are in that same, same field where yep. it's like, you're in win-now mode and you're not winning now. Like, especially the Padres, they mortgaged their future for this. Like, they yep. were like, hey, Machado, money. Soto, Mo- well, well no. they traded Soto for that trade, contract. But dump everybody for Soto. Dude, they, d- uh, Tatis, Z- Xander money. Bogarts. Bogarts, money. <laughs> money. Like, dude, they are in win-now mode and in fourth place in the division. Like, that is unacceptable. Yeah. The expectations are so high. In fourth place in a division with the San Francisco Giants and the Arizona Diamondbacks, nonetheless. Uh, the Diamondbacks are, I think, what, a game and a half back? I know. They the look Diamondbacks awesome. Are first, I mean, dude, Zach Gallen just dude, looks so good. Did you good. see, was it? Corbin did you Carroll s- looks so good. Did you see Zach Gallen's uh, bird? Yeah, where he threw a curveball while he was warming up in the outfield. Yeah, he hit bird. a bird. Not as not as <laughs> not gruesome as, not as, as Randy, Randy Johnson, Johnson, where like right. the feathers blew up and everything, because he wasn't pitching hundred percent effort. He was just warming up. He threw it like a slow ass, like had to be a sixty mile an hour curveball. But right. what are the chances that he dunks a fucking bird out of the air? Yeah, that was crazy. That was that. nuts. And then like you see the bird like hit the guy, right. like his throwing partner. The bird hits the guy in the leg. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Nice. Wow. Nice. Man, Danzy Swanson, you're hurting my fantasy team. Don't you love when pitchers give up an awful long ball and the guy and makes a catch? Right there. The guy That's makes a catch at the track or like just over the wall and makes a catch, and then the pitcher's just like, "Thank, Thank you." you. <laughs> <laughs> like that's that is right there. I mean that yeah, ball. That, was, that ball's over the fence. Yeah, that was going uh, into the bullpen. Uh, no, that mm-hmm. was going to bounce. It hits in. the corner, but you're right, Jeff. It yeah, probably bounces like, away. It that bounces that away right over. there is the perfect explanation for my luck playing MLB The Show. Like I'll get, a, I'll have a perfect, perfect, perfect location on my swing, perfect timing on my swing, have an absolute crack, it. and it sounds like it's going out, and the guy goes right to the warning track at the wall and catches it. Like, yeah. you got anything left on that list of yours? Yes, I do. Degrom still out. Dude yeah, sucks. I, I don't. Dude, <laughs> I mean, at this point, at this point, you really cannot look at Degrom without saying, "When the hell is he actually going to pitch?" 
like at this point for Texas, you really got to start. By the season. way, Mets are down five. I just got yeah, the notification. Yeah, no. yeah. What a waste they but are. DeGrom, like it's really starting to look like it's time to really worry about DeGrom's health. Oh, I bet. Um, the past couple years, it's been like flaky, like, okay, it's a little concerning. But now that it's like consistent the last three, four years, it's just yeah. doesn't look good for DeGrom. I'll tell you, there's a lot of there's a lot of players over the history of all four majors, and you could include soccer because, right. you know, the MLS is starting to come up. There's a lot of players that could have been, should have been, but because they cannot stay on the field, shit happens. And DeGrom is going to be one of those where – down the line, we're going to look 10, 15 years from now because we're old enough to have watched him pitch. Right. We're going to be like, oh, man, dude, Jacob DeGrom was the guy, but dude couldn't stay healthy. And that's the worst for any athlete is, man, this guy should have been, could have been, but could not because of X, Y, and Z, and right. I feel bad. But you're right. It is time for the Texas Rangers to go, what did we just buy into? Yeah. Because right. – First off, they're playing great honestly, without him. And honestly, yes, they are. Good on the Mets also for not re-signing him. Yes. Because um, he, with he, with the way his injuries are working right now, he's not worth the money that they gave him no. at all. Um, Next. But speaking on, I told you that I had some stuff that I wrote down that was Mets-related, Mets related, but not, but Mets not related. directly Mets. S- but also along the line with the Texas Rangers. Did oh. you see for the Texas Rangers – who needs to get Tommy John surgery? Oh uh, no, who who we got? Former Mets first overall draft pick Kumar Rocker. Oh? Out of Vanderbilt, the guy that on we passed right? on that we passed on because we saw something in his physical that everybody was like the Mets are stupid, this kid's a stud, now he needs TJ surgery. Yeah, what is it on his right? I'm sure it's on his throwing arm. I yeah. can't I think he's a right-handed thrower. But yeah, they said that there was something in his arm um yeah, well, yeah. that's what yeah, that's yeah. what pays out doing that sort of yeah three research three yourself, ago. right? You know, you it's make those choices. It's Tommy John is becoming such a surgery now. Yeah, that's I, just like so common, dude. I, yeah, I wonder. I wonder if it's yep, and it's his it's his right elbow. I wonder if it's yeah, the it's training cool. that we put athletes through now, or if it's just the fact that we're just not as tough. <laughs> as the older generations, because you look back in the day, it's like these pitchers would pitch for seven, eight innings a start. Oh my God! Yeah, you and look they at would those throw hundreds of three hundred innings plus a year. Yeah, like, and none of them were hurt. Yep. None of them cared. Yeah, and now it's like pitcher goes five innings, average. Tommy John everywhere, and I'm like, what are we doing wrong? Yeah, what that what were they, they weren't. Doing? And our technology is so much better, and we're supposed to have all yeah. these advancements and be able to prevent this stuff. And it's like everybody oh. and their brothers just up oh, Tommy John. Well, you know, one thing I'll bring up, and we talked about him earlier before the podcast started tonight. There's a gentleman who is on the L.A. Dodgers at one point who was asked the same question about MLB's changes to um, the overall stickiness and the resin. Trevor Bauer. Trevor Bauer had a great comment about the fact that all it takes is – Resident sweat. Yeah, sweat sweat and rosin is all you need. Right. And then So but his comment that he was making was most guys are now over throwing the ball or throwing it a lot harder with their overall grip strength. And that's leading to stress. These it's, stresses in these injuries. Okay, that's interesting. So so Tyler Glass now even said the same thing yeah. when he got hurt because he's like 
you got to think like for us, like we're allowed to use sweat and rosin, right? But when they're telling us that what they give us is illegal, we have to get a better grip on the ball. So that means we have to squeeze the ball harder, which right. then but puts change, tension in our forearms, the tension in our elbow. It changes everything about how right. we have to throw the ball. And when they don't allow us to use these things that help us to make it right. easier for us to actually throw, that's when more and more of these pitchers are getting hurt. Now we're seeing less pitchers get hurt from swinging the bat, right? Which is awesome. Which, which you I, always I, want. That. Nobody's going to a baseball game right. to see a pitcher hit anyway. But right? There's not. There's not those situations. I don't know. Shohei's hitting. Well, yeah, well okay. So Shohei's, <laughs> Shohei's, Shohei's an anomaly. Of Babe Ruth. Yeah, bro, that's wild. He had. He pitched the other night at five innings or six innings. He pitched the other night and had and almost had, and a had cycle. two dingers. No, he almost, he almost had, had a cycle. cycle. He he legs out a triple. That dude, that dude's absolutely out of his mind. He's dude was built in a lab. I mean, but to your to your guys's point about the sweat and the rosin and the right. sticky such, I don't mind letting the pitchers have a little bit better grip on the ball. Just don't use and abuse it, like. I yeah. know the MLB doesn't want it, and it, guys. Well, they've this, been and, they, and the sticky stuff goes hand in hand with another point that I'm going to make in a yeah. second. I, I, I'm kind of at that point where it's like, you know what? I, I, I don't want to say I'm okay with it because I'm not, because it is technically cheating. But it's like I think they're a little too heavy-handed on it. Where at the same it's like, time, why are players allowed to have pine tar on their bats? Right, they're wearing batting gloves. That's the whole point. Yeah, no, I, that's a fair. That's so a like, that's a fair right, argument. Right, that's a fair argument. And why I mean, is it that we're starting to enforce it more and more now when it's been on the books since the game had started? No, that's that's fair too. Uh, listen, back in the day, if you ever watched the movie Major League, there's a good <laughs> line in the movie where um, the older pitcher is talking to uh, what's his name, Charlie, uh, Sheen. Charlie Sheen's character, and he's like, "Ah, you know, you got to do anything you can to to keep yourself alive," and he's basically talking about like. You know any sort of substance he can right. find to keep that ball moving, yep. keep it spinning. That top spin. Yeah, and uh, again, I, I don't want to say I'm okay with them using sticky stuff to like throw the ball better, but if it reduces injury even a little bit of Tommy John, yeah. ah, I, I mean, if he's, if he's been able, because this is where the science will come into it, and we'll have to wait a couple seasons to see it. But if a, if a pitcher is, you know. Cutting down on their how many seasons it takes to hit that point where they inevitably have to get Tommy John, right? Like, because there's inevitably a length of time that you will eventually get to that point that you have to get it done, right? Because you're just pitching so much. Um, so if that time frame changes based off of having these tools being utilized again, I'm all for it, you know. As long as we're not, you know, getting oh into God. pine tar and Say other things. Say Suzuki just dropped another ball. He I'll dropped one earlier, and then he, he just dropped, dropped it on the it. transition yeah, yeah. earlier, though. But they yeah. they called him safe. The runner went to second on that ball. Uh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. I I thought they I thought he called it. On it the looked transition. like it was know. on the transition earlier, but that runner still went to second. But this was just straight. Ah, dude, what are you doing? The glove too early. Yep. Um, but yeah. So if it if it does transition to we find out that utilizing the system helps pitchers stay healthy longer. I'm all for it. Yeah, it's I, really I mean, at the end of the day, yeah, if it allows pitchers to stay healthy, as long as it's not used and abused, like as long as as long as you know you're not using, I mean, glue. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Y y there's got to be some regulation on it, but to the pitcher's point, you know, if you can't grip the ball because your hands are sweaty and it's 
95 and humid in Atlanta right. in the middle of July. Right. Like, there's got to be some leeway because you, you got to be able you to can't have the baseball. come up and check and then see some level of sticky, but it was just because sweat and rosin. Sweat yeah. and rosin. And then the pitcher gets ejected for it. Right. Like, like now Max we're Scherzer, seeing, right? Yeah, yeah we're I still don't get situations. how he didn't win that appeal. I don't know. I, I don't I don't really know if the MLB can make a case for it. Like what are you appealing? It's like that's a person that person. I did it I did it in front of an MLB official. I washed my hands with what they told me was allowed in front of the MLB right. official. That was that was what Max Scherzer was saying at least was like I did it in front of the MLB official. I made sure. They yeah, made sure. I mean but. It's tough because it's an umpire to player interaction. Like, you really don't know. Yeah. Like, the MLB, well, I mean, if he appeals and gets it, and they're like, all right, you're not suspended, then anytime somebody appeals, there has to be clear evidence like, okay, he did something. You know what I mean? Like, any <laughs> close, like, speaking we're not of, sure. Speaking of clear sure. evidence, you want to talk about the uh, Yankees pitcher oh. the other day? Domingo, <laughs> oh. Domingo Herman gets checked, and then Domingo. he's in the dugout, and he's got his hands on his hips, and he takes his hand off his hips, and there's a straight fucking pine tar on his pants Dude, like that was the funniest thing he didn't like you can't even try to argue it at that point no. i'm staring at the pine tar on your pants from your throwing hand it is an interesting argument though you made that batters get to use pine tar now granted they're restricted on how high you can have it on the bat True. so it doesn't hit the ball but to your point yeah, that's clear as day. I mean, yeah, you can't was, get that away with that. Bad. Speaking of the Yankees, though, did you see Aaron Judge's uh, uh, cheating scandal? Oh yeah, apparently, that, he. I don't. I don't think he was cheating. He the what he said was that his teammates were like, his teammates were chirping, but he was like, it was a big spot in the game, and they were distracting me. So I was looking over at him, trying to figure out who was making noise. Yeah, that to me is so odd, though. Like, I'm not gonna say he was cheating because I don't think he was. And John Boy does like a pretty good breakdown of it all. But shouts to John Boy. Media, yeah, yeah. By the way, shout to them. I love um, John Boy. Actually, I love John Boy's co-partnership with Talking Giants, being a huge Giants fan. I love the Talking Giants guys. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they're ever going to hear this podcast, but shout shouts, out to them. And shouts to Jolly Olive, too. Jolly, yeah, yeah. Jolly Olive's another great one. But um, um, He works now with John Boy. John Boy, he, he's like partnered with them now. Too. Oh, That's okay. awesome. Yeah. But, but nonetheless, John Boy does a breakdown of it. But d it's very odd because he like looks over and then hits a homer. And it's like... To be able to move like your the eyes, and it's the <laughs> coincidence. Yeah, but but yeah. just yeah. the just the whole breakdown of it, like to be able to move your eyes, come back to the pitcher, still find the ball, and still be able to hit it, like it, it's actually impressive. Well, I would assume there is a level of panic coming from him when you come back to the pitch. It's coming at you. You yeah in you that in those moments like where you're like microseconds uh -huh. making the decision to. Be like, all right, well, we're swinging at right, it. Here right. we go. <laughs> it is it is super interesting. But, yeah, apparently the dugout was making too much noise and he wanted to see Yeah, he was just like, saying dude. the dugout, like, he said some of his teammates or one of his teammates in the dugout was, like, chirping at the other at the other team. And he was like, it was just distracting. And, like, it was a big at-bat, so I was just trying to focus. So I was trying to look over and figure out who was chirping so I could tell him to knock it off. But yeah. It's 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 a weird scenario. I don't, I don't think Aaron Judge – is a cheater by any means, no, and, and I, I don't I think he was. I can't imagine. And He's for what it's too worth, high profile. Yeah, oh yeah, and oh, yeah. and God Especially forbid in this day and age, like that would be another Barry Bonds situation. Like, oh yeah, and God forbid the Yankees get caught in a cheating scandal. Uh, that would After blow the up. Astros that thing. would blow up more than the Astros because <laughs> because it's the they, Yankees. Well, not only that, but they were huge, and they were the number one people 
like the number one team. And oh, going against going the Astros, ag- going yeah. after them yeah. for it too. So to have them turn around and get caught for it would just be detrimental. Yeah, that yeah. Was, it'd be a huge scandal. So that I don't was a think gift from the umpire that strike call. Good lord. Going on. Um, but just to finish off, yeah, um, what, what, what I just had three last little things. Last um, little pieces here. Jose Altuve coming back tonight for the Astros. Awesome. Um, Ready for it. Big for them. He's a huge piece for him, obviously. Big leader, big, you know, big uh, just atmosphere guy to yeah, have and back in Houston healthy. It'll be nice for them, too, because they got off to a really rocky start. And then they, they started had a lot of now people out. Now they're second place, so they're sitting. They're starting to move a yeah, little bit, yeah. And, and I think Altuve is going to add a little life. And it's gonna, I think yeah, it's going to add a little bit of pop. It's going to add a little bit of just energy back to the clubhouse, having their dude back. I mean, Jose, Altuve's that guy on, on oh, Houston. Oh, yeah, he is. And being, being as quick as he is, I think it helps on the base path. I think it helps, you know, on the bases, him running, what have you. He, I, I think he's going to be a big help. I think he's going to yep. be a big uh, jump start to the offense there. So, very happy to have him back finally. Yep. Um, the Mets. Gary Sanchez. Stupid. They. Oh. Ju- I, I, I wrote down in here because this was today that I wrote this down before Obviously they made any moves. Obviously, he's not helping today. Yeah. Right. Now, this was before they made any moves. Um, I was wondering how it's going to work. I was like, all right, they signed Gary Sanchez. Omar Narvaez is still out. Tomas Nito plays like shit. Right. I was like, what are what are we going to do? Because it's been known that Tomas Nito, for whatever reason, still has a job on the Mets, and he's been <laughs> employed. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. He was great as a framer for us when, like, DeGrom was on the team, but now that we don't really have that strike thrower with DeGrom where framing is that all important, like, he's not as important. He doesn't get on base. He doesn't hit. He can bunt. That's about it. And even still, Francisco Alvarez this year has better framing numbers than he does. So, sure. But now the Mets sent Tomas Nito down on a rehab assignment. Right. And then they, and they sent, brought and Sanchez then they, they brought up. Sanchez oh. up, and then they br- they sent, like, another guy down to, like, AAA yeah. or something like that to make the room. Um, so we'll see what happens there. I, I, mean, I don't Alvarez, know if I care. My dad's, my dad's uh, a Yankees fan, so I kind of lived the Gary Sanchez experience oh, through yeah, him oh and boy. with him. Yep. I, eh. no, I, I mean, I mean like, you're not adding weird. a lot. Like, no, I mean, you're, not, you're getting you're a little bit of offensive numbers, but you're not really getting anything on the, you're the not catching get, you're side. You're not getting anything on the defensive side. No, of he doesn't right. bring you anything behind and the plate. He doesn't hit a call, home run. Every he doesn't once. call a great game, no. at, and and you're not getting a ton of. And offense, that was one thing that the pitchers on the Mets said they loved about James McCann. Right, was that he called a fantastic game, but he couldn't hit the broadside of a barn with a baseball bat, let alone a baseball. Can we? Can we just, uh, for a quick second, uh-huh. uh, I want to speak on the NHL for a quick second. I don't know if we did when the... Uh, oh, yeah. I just have literally one last thing. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, not that he's going to hear it, but congratulations to Freddie Freeman. 300th yeah. career home run. 300. Oh, that's Crazy. that's starting the, to get into an exclusive clubs there. Yeah, he's he's the 144th player in MLB history to have 300 home runs and 1,000 hits. So. Dude, what a dude. Freddie, Freddie Freeman, Freeman, and I felt so bad for him with the whole Braves thing because he did not want to leave it. No, he wanted to stay so he bad. He wanted to stay, but his agent was the one who, like, fucked it for him. So, But anyway, shouts to you, Freddie Freeman, you and your whole family. You guys deserve the world. You guys are so dude, just nice people. Freddie Freeman, Freddie Freeman, such baseball. a yeah, such a good just cat, good dude. And and on top of all of that, like there are some players you just can't hate. 
And being a Mets fan, oh, yeah. like Freddie Freeman was that guy obviously, where I'm like, all right, I hate the Braves. Like, but I like, hate the Braves, but Freddie Freeman, you can't help but root for him. Like, yeah, he's just, right. He's such a baseball player. Yeah. You know, you know who's the same way. Actually, I'm a big Giants fan, as we've established. I actually really, really like Jalen Hurts. Oh yeah, uh, Jalen Hurts is. I hate that team. I hate the Eagles so much, <laughs> and it kills me that they're so good. But that kid, Jalen Hurts, kid, that Jalen Hurts Same is, <laughs> dude, what a class act, what an absolute stud, and on top of all of that, his attitude is just a one. Yeah, like, he's, he's just so just, positive all the time. Yep, like, and, and when he came out, the when everything was like crazy, he comes out and he's like, "I give credit to God first, a a man from my own cloth." I love that. But on top of that, you know, it's always I want to win championships. I want to be the best around. You know, I'm going to do what I can for my team and my community. And I'm like, dude, I hate your team, but I got to root for you. Yep. Like, yep. Yep. I'll I'll root for you every other Sunday except for when you're playing. If you play the you, Giants, when you play the Giants, well, I ain't rooting for you. Well, yeah. <laughs> but like, Those two I'll, games a year, I ain't right. rooting for like, you. I'll root for you, not the team. Like you can have all the accolades you want, yeah, but the like, team can't go anywhere. If you perform individually well, you right. got like 150 plus rushing yards, couple TDs, you know, right, right. like good for you. But as long as I still beat your team, right? Good. I want I want Jalen Hurts to be like Tony Romo, break a lot of franchise records, get bounced in the first round every time. <laughs> Like that's that's what I want you to be. I want you to be the franchise guy who goes nowhere. That would be, that would be perfect. But no, I, I like root the next Donovan McNabb. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. But but no. But there's some players on some teams like you just root for, like because they're just good people. Xander Bogarts is actually uh, very much yep uh, the same way. For even me, like, like even David Wright. Everybody when David Wright yeah, was playing, everybody, loved, everybody David Wright. loved David Wright just because he was just he had a good attitude all the time. He was so patriotic. Like he was just. Everybody just liked him. He was so happy. Aaron Judge is another one. Like, yep, Aaron yeah, Judge. I mean, you can go down a list. Yeah. Did. Anyway, uh, one last thing. I wanted to make a, a point or two about uh, the NHL. Oh, speak. Yeah, because we had said something about, like, oh, like, we were talking about relocating stuff. You can't tell me anymore that hockey does not belong in the South. All four teams remaining are South teams. Dude, Carolina, Florida, Dallas and Vegas and Vegas. Well, All Vegas isn't Vegas is west, but they're still a southern state. They still sit below. Thank you. I was going to ask if you could the midline of the as we states. now not that we watch basketball too much, but um, I do. Miami, I baby. do have a rooting interest for Miami. Jimmy buckets needs to. I need him to get dude, a ring. Jimmy buckets, uh, dude, Hall of Famer. And if he's not a Hall of Famer because of his regular season stats. Hall of Fame playoff player. His stats are unbelievable. So, but back to the NHL for a second. Number one, yes, you cannot say the NHL does not belong in the South. Miami put a team together, and that team is awesome, dude. Kachuk, um, you have Sergey Bobrovsky in net. Dude, that team is awesome. Love watching playoff hockey. And there's nothing. It's nothing me, like it. And that hockey whole, dude, and baseball, there is nothing like the atmosphere at NHL or hockey games in the playoffs. Well, the MLS, or, the MLS well, is, is there. But I haven't experienced the soccer side, dude. Yet, but, but but you're right. An NHL playoff game is awesome. And that four fourth overtime winner last night was wild. First off, sixth longest game in NHL history. Jesus. If it would have yeah. if it would have went to the fifth overtime. I don't know if you guys watched it. Now I I, I, I saw highlights this morning on YouTube. Well, I mean, yeah, so you, I fell so you asleep. Said it went a fourth overtime. No, so I fell asleep. So that's a hundred. That's two hours of hockey plus however many minutes. In the it was fourth it was played. about I think it was about five hours of screen time. 
Good lord! Like I think because you got the pregame coverage, mm-hmm. the games, the intermissions. It was wild. I fell asleep at the middle of the second overtime. This thing went, this thing went four overtimes, and with like twenty seconds left in the fourth overtime, they scored. If it would have went to the fifth, you could you get into the top five of longest games ever. So wild, absolutely wild. Um, yeah, I love playoff hockey. Yeah, we'll see. So we'll see if Florida can hold up or if Carolina starts to make pushes. You you have Dallas playing Vegas tonight for game one. Uh, we're currently on game two here of Miami-Boston. Uh, the Celts look – I don't want to say awful because that's not the no. word I'm looking for. They just look lackadaisical. Well, yeah. that was my thing going into this series too. Now, obviously, I'm a Sixers fan, so don't talk to me about the way that the series against Boston ended. We should have closed out in game six. Um, but I am, I've said from it, I said, if Boston goes on to play Miami, I don't think they win. Wow. That was a hell of a shot from Jason Tatum with both of Bam Adebayo's hands in his face. But my thing is that I think Miami takes this series just because Bam on defense is just stupid. I mean, the dude can guard one through five. There's not many players in the NBA who can guard one through five. No. You maybe have Giannis, who can guard one through five. Maybe Joker. Bro- Joker. but He'll probably guard. Well. Joker, I don't think he's guarding a point guard. I yeah, I don't know if he's guarding he's a one. He's not guarding a one or a two, even. Um, But, like, Bron, he's not guarding a center. LeBron's not guarding a center. Absolutely not. Um, Embiid is not going to guard a point guard. Draymond. Draymond would guard one through five. Yeah, Draymond, Rudy. Yeah, Rudy could guard Rudy. But there's but only a select few, and right now in this series, if they if if Bam is able to shut down Tatum, I think Tatum is the only reason that the Celtics beat us. In no, game seven. oh, yeah. in Game Seven. Yeah, in game I thought seven, you were gonna say the only reason they win 50, this series. Fifty-one points. I think Jalen Brown had twenty-five, and one guy off their bench had eleven. Everybody else had single single-digit points. So like it. For me, like Boston, other than Jason Tatum, doesn't really have any of those big pieces. I think that'll take him. So I think you what? lose. Jalen Brown could have a good night once. Like he could, he could yeah, go but off. He's not Jason. Marcus Tatum. Smart could go off. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. Jason I don't think Tatum, Marcus Smart's going to go they're off. They're not but. Jason Tatum. At how old is Jason Tatum? Twenty three. Yes, twenty four. Like Jason Tatum at twenty four years old looks absolutely stupid. He looks like Kobe. Yeah, tw- I want to say 24. Like, he looks like Kobe. Well, he comes from there. the Kobe tree. Does he? Yeah, yeah, he comes from the Kobe tree. He comes from... Uh, I mean, look at Bam. Oh, oh I thought he was going to put that, that back. back in. Uh, he comes from the Kobe tree, but uh, I don't know if you heard Jimmy Bucket's um, post-game presser the other night when they won. I, Jimmy Butler... Is a so funny, dude. Jimmy Butler is one of those cats that you like. <laughs> we were talking about Kyle earlier. Kyle Lowry said he said I take my shirt off, but I didn't want to embarrass Jimmy. <laughs> no, I didn't see <laughs> and that. Jimmy sitting there with his shirt off, like shredded eight pack. Dude. <laughs> no, but Jimmy Butler is one of those like guys you just want to root for. And like even so, when they said they were like, "Oh, what credit do you give?" Like he was like, "Or what do you see that helped you win this game?" Like tonight, like against a good Boston team, he's like, "We got Kyle Lowry." <laughs> no, but. But so he, um, so they the, the post game presser. I don't know if you know the the news media that's been swarming around Jimmy Butler, but apparently his life story just decided to come out this year. 
So apparently he was kicked out of his house at 13, went to a junior college, then moved to a bigger college, got into the NBA, and like had to fight to get to where he is. Mm-hmm. And apparently the news media picked up on all the story mm-hmm. now, and it's finally all coming out. So I feel like this has been like old news. Like this isn't. Uh, maybe it's older, but it's starting to like resurface. I guess. Yeah, and just because he's making his way through. Yeah. So so they kept asking about that in the presser, and he was like, "I don't want I don't want anybody to think I'm a victim. Like, stop with all that." He's like, "I work for what I have, but like, that's what it is. Like, I'm not a victim." You know, I'm not this, I'm not that. Like, like Jimmy I'm a Butler worker. almost had, like, a blindside-esque story, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, yes. And he very much was like, I, hey, don't don't put this out there to make it look like it's a sob story. Like, I'm here, I'm working, that's it. And then when they asked him, they're like, well, you know, you guys playing with house money. Like, who did anybody think you could be here? And he goes, of course we did. Like, we could be here, we could beat this team, like, we could play. And I'm, dude, much respect for that yeah, guy. Yeah, Jimmy, and I'm so, I'm still, no, don't get me wrong. Tobias Harris, I still like Tobias Harris. Definitely not Jimmy. But he ain't Jimmy. And like I said, I was when we had that team that we put together for that playoff run where we had Jimmy Butler, uh, who did we end up getting? What was it? Tobias Harris we went out for and traded that year. We had Jimmy Butler. We had Embiid. We had Simmons. Um, we yes. had a couple three-point shooters. Didn't we have Josh Richardson that year too? Yes. Like and all these guys that were – and then we get – beat by Toronto on that last second shot. Well, Jimmy Jimmy actually said in comments, if I'm not mistaken, it was him, said that if that shot doesn't go in, he's like, I know we win that game. He's like, and we more than likely win those finals. He's like, I know we would have won. Yeah. And he's like, if that shot doesn't go in, he's like, I know we're winning that game. Anyway, nonetheless, we're an hour and a half in, so um, we going to call it right there this episode. So that's episode two, three, four. I don't know This is technically – Technically, if you four. want to consider how many we've uploaded, it's episode four. If you go based on our first episode being like a little test bonus episode, this would be season one, episode three. Three? Yes. All right. So episode three, we're going to call this. Well, we don't know what we'll call it yet. We'll figure out you the title figure it out. when we get to it. But uh, anyway, peace you should, out. S- you should see it uh, in about four or five days on uh, on all the major yeah. platforms. Well, it'll be four or five days when they see it. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. When they hear it or hear, hear it. it, yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah, can't. Yeah. You can't really can't see, see us. Can't see us yet. We'll get there eventually. We're, we're working on it. We're working on it. Yeah, we're working on it. All I right. Can, I can see sounds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so caffeinated. I can see sounds. All right. Peace out. All right. Goodbye. Have a good night, guys.